All right. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome back. This is the first new edition of the Off the Rails podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Verasso, alongside Mikey McCarthy, back this time, hopefully for longer. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, we'll see how we do. Uh, definitely, we definitely have a better platform on uh, recording the podcast. That's I for think sure. I think the sound is a whole lot better, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, it's just like the last time we tried to do it, obviously wasn't working, and uh, it. I don't know why they just can't be a simple site, you know, like for I, a podcast. I mean, it also doesn't. It, do, it doesn't help that I beat the bag out of my laptop too sometimes. But didn't you just get a new one? <laughs> yeah, and I haven't used it at all. <laughs> Until one, uh, actually, we don't even need it now. So the cool part no, about getting, I, I could probably return this for all I for all I care. I just went out and bought a mic for fifty dollars. I'm gonna go return that. Honestly, like, watch this whole thing just not work. But like, this is kind of cool. It's unique for you know you and myself recording through our phones. So that'll be cool. We were gonna record a little earlier this morning, but uh, Mikey, you ever try to sign into your Twitter that you haven't signed into for a while? Like, let me tell you what I was doing. Okay. My Twitter on my phone automatically remembers me. I did the thing. You click the button, you know, remember me for the password. So I don't know my password. When I made my Twitter, right. it was through my old college login. So I tried to go on Twitter on my computer. So that way when I'm recording through my phone with you, I can kind of stay up to date on a couple of things here. Right. It took me 15 minutes to reset my passwords and username on my Twitter. I'm like... Did you know your email? Yeah, but it was through my old college email so i thought so then i had to go on through my phone and look through the settings but it's through my regular email now right 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 so i'm thinking when the hell did i make that switch oh but yeah uh i i, I had that problem with uh, an email and i had i had to like i had to call call google or something like that and go through this whole whole thing to get my just to get my password back i had to, I had to call them Stay on hold for like I don't know thirty minutes. Waste my freaking time. I could have just made a new email and not even cared. Yeah, I mean honestly, like I I'm so bad with technology. I never have the patience for it. So I'm sitting here. I'm like, why isn't this working? Like finally, I'm like, you know what? Let me go in my settings on my phone where I know I'm signed in. But who knows how many other things? Like my Facebook password couldn't tell you what that is because it's the same thing, especially on the computer. It's just automatically signed me in. So can't wait till I get. <clears throat> another new piece of freaking technology and have to reset that one. But uh, what's going on with you, Mikey? 2021, obviously 2020 was a terrible shit year for everybody. Coronavirus still <laughs> flaring around, but uh, hopefully 2021 is a little bit better. But, you know, Mikey, how was your 2020 if you can make some positive spin on it? I mean, it's probably the same for most people. I, I, I took a few more dares over the course of the last few months. I, you know, I, I was getting bored of skating around on rollerblades playing street hockey, so I decided why not jump eight stairs on rollerblades and see how that goes. And like you said, or like I, or uh, at, after I jumped eight steps on rollerblades, and it's a good thing there was six inches between those two cars, or I probably would have been in the ER that night. So is that the video that I saw on your snap story, like, I don't know, over a month ago? Yeah. First of all, first of all, you were in Adidas jogger sweatpants, right? Yes. Dude, I have the exact same pair, just a different color. I got the olive green with, like, the beige on the side. So comfortable. Adidas, nice. great job. Second, what the hell prompted you to do that? 
Well, there was there was uh, well a few of my buddies were on skateboards doing a whole bunch of stupid stuff. So I had rollerblades in the back of my trunk. So I whipped them out. I jumped maybe four stairs. I said, "Okay, four stairs was easy. Let's try eight. And that eight, that eight step, that eight stair staircase was steep as hell. And my buddy said, "You can do it. You got it." Little did I know he was actually being sarcastic, and I just went and did it. Nice. Well, yeah, it was uh, it's no in, no severe injuries, but. Have, so when you used to go rollerblading, because that's what I did. I mean, I, you know, the rinks getting shut down in mass, and then now having to, if they are open, you got to wear a mask while skating. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna wait until I get hopefully vaccinated, things like that, before I go back to skating on the ice in a rink. I started doing the whole rollerblading just to get the same motion, the same exercise, and um, it's definitely, definitely different. That's for sure. Yeah, you mentioned vaccination. Yeah, I'm all set with that. I'm all not right, well, one of those people. I'm not one of those people who's like anti-vax, blah blah blah. blah. So you're not, you're not gonna get it. Um, not now, at least. As yeah. I sneeze. <laughs> nice. Um, the way I look at it is, I'm gonna get it. I just don't want to get it. I don't want to be in like the first tier type of thing. I want to let the kinks kind of get worked out. But see, I'm supposed to be in that first tier because I work with elderly people. But I'm like, I'm kind of pushing. It, it, it's not you don't have to do it, but right, strongly pushing it. So and obviously, you know, I can hear you sniffling, but it is the winter. It is the cold. Everybody has the and flu. Everybody gets sick. So just because he's sniffling or coughing or I'm clearing my throat does not mean. Hopefully that we don't have the COVID. But Mikey, what do we want? We jump into some NFL stuff. The NFL season wrapping up last night. All 256 games were played. Uh, I don't want to know. I don't want to say if it was with honor. Uh, I think they pushed a lot of the games just to get them done. But uh, either way, they got them done. But you look at the headlines. That 256 game last night, Sunday Night Football, to end the season. Washington Football Team at the Philadelphia Eagles. Here's the situation. The Eagles, uh, excuse me, if Washington wins, they're in the playoffs. However, if the Eagles had won, then the winner of the game played at 1 o'clock yesterday, the New York football Giants and the Dallas Cowboys, they would have went to the playoffs. The Giants won that game. So now they have to sit there while the Eagles and Washington football team play the game. So before the game even starts, the Eagles scratch, inactivate, whatever it is, you know, a laundry list of players, Deshaun Jackson, um, Carson Wentz, whatever, say what you want about him. He wasn't even dressed, so they weren't going out swinging for the fences, okay? They still had some big guys playing, Milk Jackson, Brandon Graham, Darius Slade, things like that on the mm-hmm. defensive side, and their starter, Jalen Hurts, at quarterback. Eagles go up uh, in the game 14-10 to 10 at one point. Jalen Hurts, two rushing touchdowns. Then Washington and Alex Smith, they come back. They get a touchdown, make it 17-14. So in the third quarter, there's a play. It's fourth and goal inside the 10 for Philadelphia. Instead of kicking the field goal, probably tying it, it's a chip shot, they go for the touchdown. And Hurts, incomplete pass, turnover on downs. Eagles don't get any points. Right there, that's the red flag for me, that the Eagles threw the game. So we go into the fourth quarter. Eagles, you know, their offense isn't great. But Jalen Hurts is showing some promise there, right? They can probably go down and score if they really kept putting it together. Boston What's Scott, like Cam Newton at times. Boston Scott 
we'll get into that later. Boston Scott was running the football great for them, <laughs> you know, because Miles Sanders wasn't playing. Doug Peterson, the Philadelphia Eagles head coach, pulls second string slash starter Jalen Hurts in favor of the third string quarterback who was dressed, not Carson Wentz, Nate Sudfeld. Right there, alarm starts going off. They're throwing the game. And Sudfeld pretty much looked like Brucey in the longest yard. He fumbled a snap at one point. Chase Young just grabbed it and ran it back. Um, so long story short, Mikey, are you what what are you, what are your feelings? How's that? What are your feelings on the Eagles tank job last night? I think it hurts the confidence of their rookie quarterback, to be honest with you, because late in that game, if they if they keep Jalen Hurts in that game and he goes down and wins that game, his confidence going into the offseason is through the roof. And and to not even put him in that situation where he might have a chance to succeed is is beyond stupid. I you know, I was writing down my notes earlier last night and this morning too, and the confidence thing never came with me. And I actually like that idea because it's so true, right? I mean, he's a rookie quarterback, like you said. He's gonna division go into, rival. A division rival. He's gonna go into the offseason two and two as a starter. The big win against New Orleans and he's gonna you know, lost to Arizona and Dallas just kind of ripped him up. But two and two looks a lot better than one and three going into the off season. And I don't know how much you saw, even on the sidelines, he's saying, you know, it isn't right that he's being taken out. My thing though, is the karma aspect of it. You know, you mess with the football gods or the hockey gods, all the sport, it's going to come back to bite you. Right. Everyone was saying that the, that the jets tanked, all season long, right? The game against Oakland, they they called that defense on purpose so Oakland could get the touchdown and win. And then the Jets kind of win two games, cost themselves no more pick. But it's like, as much as these guys want to tank, you know, the upper management type people, you don't do it. And, you know, I know it's kind of like a weird thing to say, but I'm believing in the whole bad yeah. karma thing. And I think in, you know, a year or two maybe, you know, the Eagles need a divisional game to go their way, whether it's Washington, Dallas, Giants, one of the, and they need one of them to win. I would not be surprised if, you know, it comes back and like a team just does the exact same thing to Philly. That wouldn't surprise me either. And it's just, God, it's just, I can't get over the fact that you have, you have your rookie quarterback who's your future. And you have a chance to go win the game with him. And you, and you don't even put him in that position. It's unbelievable. See, I don't know if he's the future, but he, he definitely deserved to be able to finish that game. Um, but my thing, too, if you're going to tank, you're going to tank, right? All these teams do it in sports. But is it really, um, wor- is it really worth that extra, what, two draft picks down, down, down the list for – Three. Th- oh, three, excuse me. Is, there, is it really – when you already think you have your quarterback, is it really worth moving down three picks to kind of if it if it means your if if it means your possible QB of the future is going to have a damaged head after that? Well, here's the thing. I, I don't think so. Well, here's the thing. They've already ruined it mindset wise of one franchise altering quarterback in Carson Wentz. Two, they don't know if Jalen Hurts is even going to be their franchise quarterback, Mike. They don't know if they're going to move on from Wentz or not. So. With this pick, now the Eagles are set to pick sixth overall. If they won, they would have been ninth. They don't know if they should draft the kid from BYU, Zach Wilson. They don't know if they should try to move up. for. So they don't know. That's the scary part. As a fan, as a football fan or whatever, you're looking, 
they should probably take one of the wide receivers, the kid Gerard, Gerard Trace from LSU who sat out, or this kid, uh, the receiver Smith there, Devontae Smith well, from Alabama. The I don't Eagles. think we well, Okay, but if you're taking Jalen Hurts in the second round, what the hell are you taking him in the second round for if you don't think he's going to be your future? Mikey, they don't know. what. That's the point. Why would they take him when they just signed their franchise quarterback to the $100 million contract in Carson Wentz? Why would you do that? If you're going to draft a guy to be the backup, they should have done it. Do it in the fourth round. Yeah, exactly. Some guy from you know, Tallahassee State or something like that. I get your point. Why would they do it? Some guy from Auburn who's going to go to Texas in the offseason. I get your point. Why would they draft the guy in the second round? I get that. But why are you committing all this money? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to draft a franchise QB, you better make sure you can get rid of the first guy first. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, right. do, I don't agree with what they did there. Uh, but all I'm going to say is against the Eagles on the whole thing, what they did last night or the other night with the whole tanking, at least hide it a little bit. Be a little bit belligerent. I mean, uh, non-belligerent. Like, yeah. It was I mean, so it, obvious, you know. Um, I know. I hear you. But I'm going to flip it's, it a little just, bit. Yeah. Giants fans slash New York fans just need Jersey. to shut the hell up. They just need to shut the hell up because, God, a New York New York fans got to be some of the most obnoxious, arrogant, all-time sports fans. See, right? I hold them in the same category, almost not not as the same, but almost as LA fans. Like, yeah, you know the LA fans up until this year for basketball, all you had to hear about was their sixteen titles. Yankee fans are brutal. They got what twenty seven titles. It's like okay, yeah. It's not even that. It's oh, we got the big city, big city. All these teams want to be a fan of this city. F that. Yeah, they they come up with a new team every time the teams suck. Now they got two uh, MLS soccer teams. Half the teams they cheer for oh, playing right. jersey. I forgot about that. You know, so just shut up. If you were the Giants. Win more than six games. And I know that's a cop-out. Win more than six games. You got swept. Or, excuse me, they swept Washington. But you lost how many games to Dallas this year? They lost, I believe, the first one. They lost the first game to the Eagles on the Thursday night game when they were up by 11. Their Pro Bowl tight end, Evan Ingram, drops what would have been a first-down conversion pass that would have pretty much iced that game because there's only four minutes left. He drops the pass wide open. Right there, if they had won that game last night, wouldn't have mattered. So I, I get what the Eagles did was bad for the sport, whatever. Teams tank all the time. Teams rest their players. Teams, you know, if they lose, it's not the worst thing, okay? The only reason I think it gets magnified to this extent is because it was on Sunday Night Football, so the whole country can see, and because the Eagles were just so belligerent about it. I mean, if they wanted to kick the field goal and tie the game, they could have threw it at the end and – uh, without it being that obvious, you know what I mean? Like, right. If they wanted to blow it on the last drive, fine. Throw it, or throw a pick. You know, don't really try to move the ball much. If you have a chance to tie the game and you blatantly don't convert on fourth down, it's ter- it's a terrible look. See, I I don't know. I'm I'm torn on the fourth down play because it's like one you can say. You know, yeah, if he makes a better throw or whatever, I think Hertz just made a he's bad. He's not trying to make the. He's not trying to make the better throw though. Right, I just think he made a bad throw. Like it just it was an incomplete pass. I think he was trying to score on it. So it's like right there, you can say they're trying to take the lead. However, you know, if you're kind of playing the right mindset type of thing, just take the points. 
they probably should have kicked the field goal. Yeah, but I would have kicked. I would have kicked. I would have kicked the field goal and then blew it on the last drive without making it that obvious. Because it, 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 it it's one of those things. If you succeed on that fourth down play, fine. But if you fail, you're gonna have to answer some questions. Yeah, I, I just think you know them going for it on the fourth down kind of, kind of shows that they, in a weird way, wanted to win in a little bit, right? Because they would have been up. Uh, I don't know the math. Like they would have been up three or something like that. Okay, let's. Let's not waste too much time on a team that ends with a freaking tie. <laughs> I'll just wait because we're going to talk about a team that has a quarterback that can't throw the football. <laughs> anyway, so the NFL season wrapped up. Here's what your standings are. The NFC, Green Bay has the number one spot. They'll get the only bye as the NFL. They're going to choke. As the NFL went to seven choke. teams in the playoffs from each conference. So Green Bay, the one. New Orleans, the two, Seattle, the three, Washington, four, Tampa Bay, five, Rams, six, Chicago, seven. So the first round, you get New Orleans and the Bears, Seattle, the Rams, divisional matchup, and Washington and Tampa Bay. AFC. Who do you like out of the NFC? All right, we'll go. We'll talk uh, conferences first. Out of the NFC? I like Seattle. See, I, I like Tampa for one reason. I think. I think it's going to be like a Tampa Rogers showdown. One of these games. I just think Brady always looks good at the end of seasons, you know? Um, And I just think he can win in cold weather. He played at Michigan. He's played in new England for 20 something years or 20 years. The cold weather won't affect him. Um, He's got Antonio Brown. Now Mike Evans, if as long as he can play, we'll see. looks like he may have dodged an injury. Gronk has played in cold weather. I kind of like Tampa. He's also got a numbskull of a head coach down there, too. He does. That's that's one thing that can really screw them up. I think he's – whatever. He Bruce Arians has definitely used Brady wrong all season, but that's besides the point. Who are you taking out of the NFC? I'm taking Seattle. I like the quarterback. I like the offense. The defense is still suspect. The passing game is still suspect. But I think with the head coach, the passing game they have down there, their ability to run the ball, and, and their ability to play well – in January, I think I think it's going to get them. I think it's going to get them past. And and I think they're more. I think they are more of a complete team than uh, Green Bay is. Yeah, I I definitely I'm with you on that one. And let me say, what a great trade they did with the oh with Jets. Jamal Adams with Jamal. Wow, what a difference maker! I didn't think when I think they the made Jets that, won trade, that trade when they made that trade. I'm like for a safety, I you think know. The Jets won that trade. Really. What? Yeah, the Jets got two first-round picks out of it. I know, but this guy is a safety changes the way that defense plays. Like, I and I've never seen something like that. I was like, wow, that's crazy. But, um, you know, I think I think he's better when that Seattle secondary is healthy. Yeah, kind of like how when they were the Legion of Boom. Right, but that's what I mean. I think I think uh, when they're uh, when they're banged up and Jamal Adams is in there, I I just don't I don't think he fits as well. I'll disagree. I think he, the way he he's just so fast moving around, he can disrupt plays. Like it's I've never seen a safety play like that before. I still like the Jets on that trade because I don't think I don't think defensive backs in this league last that long at the elite level as they used to. I I don't think he'll I don't think Jamal Adams will last that long if he keeps playing as physical as he is. I mean, just look at the body of work of these guys. You know, if he can kind of turn it more into an Ed Reed or a Troy Polamalu type, not as physical, but he still brings that fear. 
I can see him lasting longer than if he keeps playing the same way. Yeah, okay. Um, let's see. But in the first round matchups, the Saints yeah, will host. Over the, yeah, the Saints will host the Bears. The Seahawks will host the Rams, and Washington <sighs> home against the Buccaneers home against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mikey, let's go with New Orleans home against Chicago. Who do you like See, in that one? If the, if there was one matchup where I would pick the underdog in this one, it's this game right here. I I think Drew Brees is done. So you're I taking think, Chicago. I'm. T- I don't want to say I'm taking. I don't want to be one of those people who like meet you in the middle. But fine, I'll do it. All right. I'm taking, I'm taking Chicago this week. I'm taking Chicago in this game. I'm not gonna lie to you. I that one did give me some thought. I was like, okay, let, let's see. Two Alvin things. Kamara has COVID. He might not be able to play. It depends right, on when exactly. that game is. If that game is a Saturday game, he can't play. But watching Chicago against Green Bay in week seventeen, Sneaky game. week seventeen, they could not get touchdowns in the red zone, and you got to get touchdowns in the playoffs. And two. It's a home game for New Orleans and Drew Brees. If this game was in Chicago, I could see Chicago maybe pulling one out. Maybe. But that's why I went New Orleans. Second game, Seattle against home against the Rams. We already know you're taking Seattle. I'm taking Seattle um, by a long shot. Yeah, I'm taking Seattle as well just because, I mean, look at Jared Goff. That's the only reason why the Rams aren't legitimate Super Bowl contenders, in my opinion. Fair. Uh, and then, like we just said, Washington football team will host Tampa Bay. Um, Mikey, this game tripped me up a little bit. I almost wanted to take Washington. I almost did. If they had a little bit more of a threat at quarterback, I probably would have taken Washington. Okay, who do you like better in head coach, Ron Rivera or um, or Popeye's chicken down there? <laughs> who Bruce Arians? Yeah, <clears throat> I I like Rivera. I, I love too. the story, and I I think the players have something to play for this week with. You know, Ron Rivera having that cancer diagnosis back a uh, few uh, beginning of the season or whatnot. Right. And they're, they're now in the play, something to play for. Alex Smith, something to play for, something to rally around. It's kind of a sneaky game. I can see why I can see why you might be in a little fit there to pick this game. Well, I mean, too, what's the best way to beat Tom Brady? Pressure him, right? The D-line up the middle. Every single Washington's defense line. is sneaky good. They're, they're a defensive lineman, all four guys, first-round picks, including last year's second overall. Who's that Chase guy they Young. have, Montez Sweat or something? Yeah, he had a great game uh, last night, a couple disruptions. That had, Like I said, if they had a little bit more of a threat at quarterback, I would pick Washington. Seriously, I really would. But, you know, watching Alex Smith play, he obviously he's going to get comeback player of the year. He should from coming back from almost losing his leg, his life. It it I get I honestly Mikey last night watching was cringing watching them because you know he's mindset wise mentally he's not a hundred percent there with that leg and it's very scary watching him you know try to avoid taking hits and stuff like that if and who else do they have guys got balls suit up though that Taylor Heineke or whatever to play like he can't do it they just cut um, their first round pick from last year another first round pick. the kid from Ohio State there, the quarterback, Haskins. Dwayne Haskins, you know, so they, they don't have a legitimate threat offensively. And I think that's why Tampa will win that one. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I definitely agree with you on the outcome, but wouldn't be surprised if it was, if it's a little, if it's a little, a little snug for a while during that game. 
Uh, we'll jump over. To, so you're taking Tampa. I'm I'm taking Tampa in that game. Seattle in the conference. Okay. Uh, so jump over to the AFC, Kansas City Chiefs, reigning champions. They get the one spot. They'll get the bye. Yep. Buffalo second, Pittsburgh three, Tennessee four, Baltimore five, Cleveland six, Indy seven. Buffalo hosting Indianapolis Colts. Mikey? Yes. I'm taking Buffalo in this one, of course. <laughs> All right. Phillip Rivers in the postseason? Get out of here. I mean, so – like watching Philip Rivers throw reminds me of like you know those like inflatable blow up dolls yeah, you yeah. see like in front of um, like car dealerships all the time. <clears throat> watching him throw a football, I was like, wow, okay, that reminds me of that. He looks like Tim Wakefield trying to throw a knuckleball. Right, it's just it does not look normal, doesn't look natural. Um, but Buffalo, man, in the playoffs, like that team oh, is scary physical, man. They are. We've seen um, Stephon Diggs make some big plays in the playoffs, albeit with Minnesota. I think he leads the league in receptions of like 130. He had 130 catches this year, which is absolutely insane. He was a, he was a monster this year, and it was really good to see. I didn't see that um, coming because I was I was somebody who was so down on Josh Allen. I didn't like the way he threw the ball. I thought he played scared at times, but man, he showed up to play this year, and I got to give him credit for that. Well, the thing with Allen was he was like one of these typical quarterbacks where has flashes, he could, yeah. He could bomb the ball a hundred yards. You know, like what's the movie there? Uh, remember the Titans? Yeah, you can throw the ball a hundred yards, but you can't pitch at three feet. You know what? One of those things. Sunshine. Um, but yeah, but that's that's what I always thought with Josh Allen, and he obviously changed his game immensely this season. Um, and he should be in the MVP discussion, but he's not going to win it. No. Uh, good call by the way, Stephon Diggs, hundred twenty-seven receptions, which is ridiculous yeah. for him. Um, I like Buffalo as well. It's going to be closer than I imagine, but I like Buffalo. They're home. Uh, they're going to have, I think, just over 6,000 fans in attendance. Good for uh, them. They deserve it. The Bills Mafia smashing tables, you know, going crazy. <laughs> that would be a good sight to see. Uh, next up, Pittsburgh hosting the Cleveland Browns Sunday Night Football next week. See, okay. Something tells me a lot of people are picking Cleveland here, but I, I'm telling you, I'm pumping the brakes on Cleveland. I, I know Pittsburgh has had – some bad games. They're not really as what their record. I forget what they finished. They finished what twelve and four or something. Believe it was that, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're as good as their record, but I'm also not buying into Cleveland just yet until Cleveland can actually. Now, granted, they've it's their first playoff appearance since what oh two. Yes. I'm not buying it just yet. I I'm not buying it. I still think Pittsburgh has this in them. I still think Big Ben is balls. I still think that offense is good enough to win. And I think they'll show up against Cleveland. I, I, I'm not buying Cleveland's hype just yet. So, obviously, divisional matchup. Third time they've met this year. They split one and one. Cleveland won week 17 by two points, which was basically a missed two-point conversion. And Pittsburgh rested. Big Ben. I don't even think Connor, the running back, played. They rested a good amount of guys. And Cleveland still, still, at home, barely won that game. I'm not a big believer in Baker Mayfield. He's the kind of guy to me that, you know, if he has a good game, he's going to get such a big head and big ego that yeah. he just can't follow it up. Sure. Roethlisberger, I think, is cooked. Can't throw a football. Yeah, but he's still bald. He's still tough as he's still tough as nails. I just I I'm going Pittsburgh because I don't believe in Baker Mayfield. Yeah, it's like you said. I don't believe in the Cleveland hype either, and it's just I don't yet. They need another weapon. 
on the outside. I don't think it's Odell. They got to get rid of him. They've gotten better since he's been gone. Um, their defense is right there. I just it, it's it's like I said with the Rams and golf. I just think Baker holds back um, the Cleveland Browns. So I'm going Pittsburgh, and then finally a big rematch from last year's playoffs. We had Tennessee go into Baltimore. Baltimore was the one seed, had the MVP. Um, Lamar Jackson, Tennessee upsets them. This time it's in Tennessee, Baltimore Ravens at Tennessee Titans. Who are you taking in that one, Mikey? I'm taking the Titans again. I'm taking okay. I'm taking the Titans because I just think their running game is so astronomical. It's 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 so good. It's perfect for them because they have what Tannehill to throw the ball ten times a game, and that's all you need. That's really all you need. So, well, did you see the game um, in Week 17 against Houston where it was like 12 seconds left? Houston had just kicked a field goal to tie it. They kick it off. And Tennessee has it, you know, it's a touchback at their own, what, 25? Tannehill fires a 55-yard pass to A.J. Brown immediately in the field goal range. They kick a field goal and win. Does the Titans with time expiring? I'm taking Baltimore because I feel like Baltimore, they went through the struggles. They had the COVID blow up their whole team for a couple weeks. They had that big game on Monday Night Football against Cleveland where um, Lamar Jackson has to go back to the locker room for, quote-unquote, the Paul Pierce cramps, and then he comes back in the last two minutes, leads a drive, touchdown pass to win. I don't like Lamar Jackson as a throwing quarterback. I don't like how he throws. He's very inaccurate. You can't count on him. I'm going to take the Baltimore Ravens because I feel like they have an it factor this year, and I actually take Baltimore to go to the AFC Championship game. I I mean, yeah, I like – in some aspects, I like Baltimore over – over Tennessee, with for example, head coach, I'd rather have Harbaugh than Vrabel. Although I think those guys in Tennessee actually really like playing for Vrabel. But see, I just I said this last year. I don't think Lamar Jackson is going to last in this league, and it seems like he's come back down to earth a lot this year. Um, he's not running the ball as efficiently as he has in the past. I I just I think if they get behind early, I don't think I don't think they're going to be able to catch up. Much like this Patriots team this year. See, I just think Lamar can last if he adapts, right? I mean, look at Michael Vick. He learned to become a pretty accurate thrower. If Lamar can do that, he'll last. But the days of the running quarterbacks, that they, they don't, they don't last. last. They, 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 their legs, you know, they fail them. And Lamar's got to be more accurate, and I think he will be. And after a um, while, a good coach eats that up. And, and getting back to your point about Vrabel, I think he, he's going to wear thin on those players sooner than a lot of people think. That whole rah-rah act can only last so long in any kind of sport. Look at Patrick Waugh when he was coaching Colorado. First game, he's pushing the glass over. He only lasted two years there. I think Vrabel, if he's got to be careful. That whole thing could come down quickly as well. Um, who do you like coming out of the AFC? Buffalo. So you have, have Buffalo, Buffalo against Seattle. Seattle in the Super Bowl. That would be a pretty good matchup. Buffalo beat him pretty handily earlier this year. Yep. I like Buffalo and Seattle. I think that would be a good Good matchup. I don't want to say Kansas City because I feel like it's a lazy cop out. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in in my heart, deep down, I think it's going to be Kansas City, but that's, I don't. That, that that's just not a fun pick, in my opinion. It's not. So you know what? Just for fun, I'm going to say Baltimore. I'll say Baltimore makes it. Like they, I don't know. They just have an it factor to them this year. So Baltimore, Tampa. Yeah, that's what I have. Brady against the Ravens again. Yeah. That would uh, that'd be a pretty good matchup, so we'll see. Don't forget, this year's Super Bowl is in the pirate ship. 
You know what? I forgot about that while I was making my picks. That would be pretty cool. And obviously, no team has hosted a Super Bowl. Yeah, it, I think I think the closest they ever came was what a couple of years ago when, when the Eagles beat the Patriots. It was it was going to be Minnesota. Yeah, it was in Minnesota, and the Vikings made it to the NFC Championship game. Yep. But all right, Mikey, let's jump ship. Another one of the teams that didn't make the playoffs: the New York Jets. Yeah, the all the all pro offense. They they go two and fourteen, losing to the Patriots in Week Seventeen. But their biggest mistake was winning two games. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars went one and fifteen, and they ho- they they owned the number one overall pick. The Jets two and fourteen. Just with the the Jets had to go zero and sixteen to get the number one pick, yeah. Mike. You never so, want to be tied with that, though. You know what? I mean? You never want to be tied with a winless season, no matter what kind of team, no matter who's in the draft. You don't you don't want to be tied to an over season. I agree with you. And it's going back to what we said about the Eagles, the whole tanking thing, it, it's going to come back and bite you in the backside one of, in one of these years. Um, yeah, so the Jets, the, Lions? the Jets, yeah, right. Well, it's the Lions. They would screw up anything. Oh the Jets <laughs> had the number two pick because Jacksonville had, you know, the least, less amount of wins. But even if they both went one and 15, Jacksonville had the tiebreaker. I don't know why. Whatever. They did. The Jets go two and 14. So they get the second pick. Obviously, the consensus is number one pick is going to be Trevor Lawrence from Clemson to go to Jacksonville. The hotshot next prospect is the quarterback, Josh Fields from Ohio State. Had a great, great semifinal game against Clemson the other night. I think he threw for six touchdown passes. Did you watch any of that game, Mike? I did not. I'm not a big college football guy, but I made it a point to watch yeah, those two I don't, semifinal games. I don't games. like to pretend like I know what's going on in college football, but if if – if it's a big game, I might sit there and watch it. Yeah, th- and that was me on New Year's Day. I was like, you know what? No winter classic. Let me watch these two games. So that kid from Ohio State, Fields, he looked damn good. He took a big shot. You know um, who else looked for- damn good at, at Ohio State, too, who got drafted 15th overall is Dwayne Haskins. Well, that's coming up to my point, Mike. Uh, Fields gets hit in the ribs slash back area, misses a play, comes back, obviously in a lot of pain, but, you know, he, he battled it out. You're the New York Jets, Mike. You have Sam Donald, who you took third overall a couple of years back. What do you do with that number two overall pick? Offensive line. Offensive line all freaking day. I looked up some of their stats this year. I think I think the Jets finished, I think the Jets finished somewhere like, 23rd in, in, in total in total rushing offense, and their passing offense was toward, I think, the very, very bottom. And I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced Sam Darnold is this bad of a quarterback. I'm, I'm just not convinced. I've seen, I've seen flashes of Sam Darnold throw the ball and have some good games and have all, but I think the Jets are a mess. I think they don't know what they're doing at head coach. So I'm taking offensive line because I still believe in Sam Darnold. He's only 23. Don't forget that. I think some of these quarterbacks coming into the draft this year are the same age as Sam Darnold. And Sam Darnold already has two or three years' experience. I'm not wasting a first-round pick on a freaking quarterback when I have one. And I've seen the long track record of quarterbacks in this league get drafted. Christian Ponder, Josh Rosen. I could go down the line. What happens if you're the Jets and you pick Christian Ponder with that pick? You're screwed. Yeah, that cripples your franchise. So you say draft O-line. O-line, and you already have another first-round pick at the end of the first round. If you if one of those QBs slips and you want to say, okay, fine, maybe take one there. But at that number two pick, I'm taking the best offensive lineman available. 
All right. All right. Yeah. See, if I'm the Jets, I don't I, – I, I'm with you. I believe in Donald a little bit. He's only 23. He is, what, nine months younger than Joe Burrow, who was the number one pick last exactly. year draft. Uh, and also, too, you know, um, Jets coach Adam Gase has been fired after two years with the team. So, if I'm the Jets – See, I think he was a bridge guy for the Jets. I think he was, we'll bring you in, we'll sign you, you'll make money, just suck for two years, and then we'll, and then we'll get you ready. See, I thought he was there to save the franchise because you had the young quarterback you just drafted out of USC and Sam Donald. And, you know, coming before he coached the Jets, that was Adam Gase's thing. He was the co- quarterback whisperer. He worked with Peyton Manning. He worked down in Miami with, um, I believe, Tannehill, had a good couple of years with him. So yeah, I, thought but, he was gonna, I thought he was going to be the perfect fit, you know? Meh. I think I, I think a good couple of years in Miami might be an overstatement because, in my opinion, you bringing Adam Gase from Miami to New York is basically you moving the Dolphins from Miami to New York, and that's exactly what you had, a shitty Dolphins team. Well, I just thought he was going to be able to mold a young quarterback, you know, keep him, you know, Tannehill, he got to salvage years with him, and he already had bad habits, right? So I figured he, you get him to, you know, get away from the bad habits with Donald, obviously – that blew up in their face almost immediately. If I'm the Jets with the number two pick, I trade it. I trade it to a team that is so desperate to get the next guy. Um, and this is nothing against Fields. I think he's going to be good because watching him, I'm like, you know, if, if we didn't have this big body of work from Trevor Lawrence, you could make the case Fields should have went number should go number one overall. But I just think there's going to be a team oh. that's going to offer the Jets multiple first round picks, multiple draft See, I, picks. I think I think I think that's a fair point, but I think they already have multiple first round picks this year and next year where I think I in in I think they already have the quarterback, so I think you got to capitalize on these picks now. Well, I mean, the more picks you have, you can make them or trade them. Right. So I think you can never have too many picks. That's, you know, basically get a king's ransom for him. That's what I would do. And whatever team does get Josh Fields, he's obviously going to be great. The more I've been thinking about this draft, it almost reminds me of 2012, right? You had Andrew Luck and you had Robert Griffin III, right? Can't go wrong, both big hitters. Andrew Luck goes one. He kind of retires early. Robert Griffin III got a short end of the stick. I think Washington screwed him up big time. That's why he never got to really blossom. This draft kind of reminds me of that, right? You get Trevor Lawrence, the pocket quarterback. Josh Fields can kind of escape, make plays on the run. I hope Josh Fields has a better career than Robert Griffin III got. Um, my only thing is, and you touched upon it a little bit ago. Um, so I'm just reading my notes here. But get hold on real quick. Getting back to it, I think you make the trade, get as much as you can for him, and then go from there. Obviously, like you said, build a little bit more on the offensive line. They made a good pick last year at Makai Becton. You know, get a couple more players right there. Maybe even spring up for a wide receiver. You know, try to get uh, Chase from LSU or maybe even Devontae Smith, you know? Yeah. Um, whatever. Help out Sam Donald. I'm definitely with you on that. Build him up. The thing that hesitates me with Josh Fields from Ohio State is, and like you said, Ohio State. They don't pump out quarterbacks. They don't. In the NFL, they don't. Dwayne Haskins. Um, who's the guy a couple of years ago? Cardell Jones. Yep. Um, they've had quarterbacks. I can't tell you the last quarterback from Ohio State to really make it in the NFL. I can't even name one, to be honest with you. And, you know, I know you shouldn't just go with that. I hate when, uh, I hate these teams that just, they take the QB because it's there. It's like, I hate that. I, and I feel like a lot of teams do that. And then, you know, a year goes by, oh, well, we don't really like them. We just took them because, you know, it was 
What if he was hit? Uh, I hate that. If it's if you like the guy, take him. Don't take him just to take him. Yeah, no, I I agree with you there. I mean, there's just been so many hit, uh, yeah, hits, so many misses from Ohio State, you know, in the NFL with their quarterback. So that's why I would be a little bit hesitant. Um, but I think the Jets should definitely trade that draft pick. We'll go into that more as the draft goes on, and obviously we're gonna try to get some guests on as well. Um, I got a couple people I know. Obviously next week, Mikey, we're gonna talk a little bit more hockey as the NHL season fastly approaching. Yeah, about a week away, uh, January, a week and a half away. Yeah, January thirteenth. Um, but my last subject I have here, Mikey, who is the Patriots quarterback for two thousand twenty one? So Patriots two thousand twenty, they go six and ten, first year without Tom Brady since two thousand. Uh, since 1999, right? Because technically he was on the team in 2000, yep. but he didn't play. Um, Cam Newton, I think, had six touchdown passes all year. He ran for, I think, 15. So my question to you, their offense, Mikey, was just absolutely terrible. Like I said earlier, it was like watching a high school play. It was just who's going to run the ball, the quarterback or the rece- um, or the running back. There was no, no mystery to it. My question, Mike, for the year 2021, who is the Patriots quarterback? Cam Newton. I'm just busting your balls. I'm just busting your balls. Oh. Um, no, uh, um, I hope it's uh, someone like Cam Newton. And when I say like Cam Newton, I'm not necessarily meaning like someone who's going to run the ball 20 times a game. But, you know, like that 30, 31-year-old guy who's been in the league. Because I'm convinced this Patriots team is not in it to tank. I don't think they're tanking. You have Bill Belichick. You have Bill Belichick here for what, another five years? He still wants to pass Don Shula. I don't think you're tanking. I don't think you're tanking. So I'm thinking a guy like maybe Matt Stafford will be the quarterback this year. Yeah, I mean, as long as you have um, Bill Belichick as a coach, you're not he, tanking. That's because exactly he, my point, and I think people are stupid for even questioning whether they're going to tank. If, Bill, if, if I you're think tanking, Bill, you're not having Bill Belichick as your head coach. You're having Stephen Belichick as a head coach. Bill, he respects the game way too much to tank it. Um, and you're going to get guys back on the defensive side. You know, Patrick Chung's going to be back. Right. Maybe Dante Hightower. You kind of saw a couple rumors. He might retire. Yeah, McCordy's coming back, he already said. So. You're not tanking. Defense, you know, let's let's see what they can do. I, I like their defense. They got some big hitters. You know, they're a little raw, a little young. They'll be fine. So when I wrote this question down to you, And I'm really going through things. I had, like you said, Matthew Stafford. I had him high on my list. I had Jimmy Garoppolo. I had, do they draft a QB? Mac Jones out of Alabama is one guy. There's a lot of buzz around that name lately. Which one? Uh, Mac Jones to the Patriots at 15. Yeah, you know. Another thing. Another thing, though, Anthony. Another thing. Just like Ohio State. Who are these Alabama quarterbacks that do well in the NFL? Who are they? Right. Right. I mean, you had... um, A.J. McCarron, what, 2014, you know, he was like one of those quarterbacks in college, always winner, this kid's a winner. He hasn't been able to not be a backup. That's all now he you is. Now you have a Tua, who a lot of people, I mean, I, I know it's only his first year. He hasn't played a full season yet at quarterback, but I see a lot of reports about these so-called experts not liking his intangibles, his, his, I don't know, his movements, his, I don't know, all that. It's just, I'm telling you, man, I don't like Alabama quarterbacks either. Same with Ohio State. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you on that one. You can make the case for Oklahoma quarterbacks as well: Baker Mayfield, Jalen Hurts, Sam Bradford, um, even 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 Kyler Murray. Um, so I agree with you on that one. 
Mac Jones, if they took him, eh, cool. I thought about will they trade up, right? Will they try to go get Zach Wilson from BYU? Will they try to, you know, stun everybody and get Josh Fields? And the more I'm thinking of it, I think it's all going to depend on financially what the NFL looks like by, you know, March, right? How is COVID going to affect the the money in the NFL? Is the cap going to go up? Is it going to go down? And I'm, so I'm thinking, okay, let's look at the prices, right? Let's look at teams, their quarterback situations. And I think the Patriots tried to go cheap this year, right? Sure. Yeah. If the cap, if the cap goes down, like they're predicting in the NFL this year. And they have all that the, room still. And the Patriots have a little bit of cap room, but they want to invest in some more weapons, right? A couple of wide receivers for agency. They want to draft whatever. Why am I getting a sense they could bring Cam Newton back for just the 2021 season on a very cheap deal? Look, you didn't have the offseason. You didn't have a training camp. You didn't have a preseason. Let Bill work on him for another year. Really get him through the system. And let's see how we can do with some weapons with him. You know, I don't want it. You know me. I've been anti-Cam Newton since Auburn days. I don't want it. I'm talking myself into I can see it happening for one reason financial so yeah financially i think newton stays for one more year i'm not happy about it i'd like to see them go with a guy that can maybe throw the football um but you know first show of the new year mikey we're finally back do you have any final things you want to say before we wrap it up yeah i hope the buccaneers and tom brady fall flat on their face in the series playoffs that's about leave with that all right very nice um my final wrap-up, hopefully we're going to get this podcast to be more consistent, things like that. We're going to get some social media pages, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, maybe TikTok. I don't know how that one works. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to be hitting all social media as well this year. So, Mikey, good to talk to you again, and we'll talk next week. Yeah. <laughs>